Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All-Star Season 6, Episode 4, titled Halftime Headliners. My name's Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by two nefarious co-hosts. First, from Bloody Podcast, please say... Can she do it? I don't know. <laughs> to, to Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori Roggenkamp. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing very well. I'm already tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to go. I don't yeah. know why you're tired. Well, we just had a pre-interview with Eureka. That probably takes Oh, out. yeah. Eureka I, showed I, I, up. Uh, Eureka O'Hare from All-Star Season 6 showed up on the show and did, just dropped by for a bit. It pays to pay for a membership. It, it seems does. like you guys were pretty attached, though, Joe. <laughs> mm-hmm. well, I thought I'd give her a hand. Anyway, uh, <laughs> she gets one big thumbs up from me. Uh, but what I was going to tell you is, uh, you know, we do a show called Just Between Us Girls. Now, nine out of ten times, it's about a 20-minute show. Today, Lori took it to 40 minutes. You're welcome. Yeah. So if you want... 40 minutes of extra content of Lori telling stories about preschool kids, um, asking big questions. Solandra just keep going on and on about his testicles. And Eureka O'Hara came. And yeah. Eureka O'Hara was here. And Eureka O'Hara. Or Adam Burns. We haven't. <laughs> Adam Burns, a person people don't know who you're talking about. But yes, he I- was. Guys, I keep having heart like palpitations, and I'm only saying that in case I do drop dead on this thing. I want you to know what's happening. I can't tell if, this, if you're being real or not. Oh, I'm being real. It was happening last night too. Do you have Do you have an Apple Watch? Yeah. Which Which one? Says um says 81 degrees. No, no, no. Which Which Apple Watch? This one. No, the six, the five, the four. The oh, three. I have no idea. The I don't know. I don't even remember when I got it. To be honest with you. <sighs> WeHo case. Well, if you have the latest one, it'll it'll do uh, an an EKG for you. Okay, let me take a look. But anyway, while he does that, uh, well, wait, we have to bring him on. You can introduce me. Yeah, and from show business. Wait, I got the mouse. Oh, please say, I am a robot. Malfunction. Malfunction. To Adam Salandra. That'll be even funnier when he dies. I was I just thinking, as I was looking at my watch to get my ECG, I do have it. I have to set it up on health. Let me make a note. Okay. Hi. Oh, God. I almost broke it. We'll do it during the break because what you, I've done it before. I had the same hypochondria. And you, you have to sit still for like 10 seconds. and Ugh. Yeah. So. Um, anyway. Uh, I know they tell you on there, do not use it for a heart attack. But I'm like, that's literally when they think you're having a heart attack. That's the first thing they do is give you an EKG. But, yeah, so what do you expect? Anyway. Um, alright, uh, guys, how you doing? Adam thinks so. I love how Lori and I, you know, someone on the reviews on iTunes just described me as Pizza the Hut. And yet, and he's not wrong, or she's not wrong. We don't know who, what, how that person identifies. What I will say is Lori and I are two big fat pigs, and you're <laughs> the one worried about whether you're having a heart attack. Hey. You got to worry about something. Are you really worrying about it, or what's what's your story? No, no, no. I'm I'm not worried. Okay, but the palpitations are real. Two oh. different things. Have you had a lot of caffeine today? No, because of 
uh, famously strep throat. I'm on medication, so I can't even have caffeine. Oh, I wonder if the antibiotics can cause it. Yeah, I bet it is that. Oh, well. Hey, tomorrow's my actual bachelor party, by the way, so I have to be drinking. I'm sure that's going to go well. Yeah. Yay, congrats. Wait, Lori, Lori, I love how – because, you know, people at home may or may not know this. I don't know what we discuss on the show, but very soon you and I are taking Salandra on his bachelor party. Yes. Oh, we know what we're planning for that? I don't know yet. We'll have to to talk it out. I asked Eureka on the show. But but I know, and but I love that Salandra is like – Guys, I know you're taking me for a bachelor party. I'm not eating. But here he is <laughs> risking death to drink for his actual... Um... Trust me, I'll be risking death when I'm with you two in some way as well. Yeah, so will we, That's a... which is sort of funny. Well, it's great. Uh, okay, well, uh, let's get right into it since Lori, we have to cut corner somewhere. This week, the girls portray their favorite <laughs> halftime show icons and another musical tribute to RuPaul. On the runway, the theme is frills. Jan snatches her first drag race win while Yara Sophia and Akiri are in the bottom two. Later on the main stage, this week's lip sync assassin is season two's Jessica Wilde, who defeats Jan in the lip sync for their legacies. When all was said and done, Jessica Wilde revealed the name on her lip sync to be her very best friend, Yara Sophia. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Let's actually start with uh, the person from show business, Mr. Adam Salandra. Salandra. Please, in case I die, I want to get my thoughts out. Yeah. What, what, what were the two things you liked about the episode and the one thing you didn't? For, uh, one thing I liked was the concept of this main challenge that you're having these gals essentially do what they're doing at the bars is impersonating these pop stars um but you know since the show can't really use the real copyrighted music they found a way around it Mm -hmm. so i was excited about it but the other thing i liked was the actual execution of it Mm -hmm. because let me tell you you could think up a concept and it could be absolute trash Mm -hmm. um but there were really no bads overall i mean you could argue and i'm sure you have some negativity to share i do too let's let's be honest but Overall, it was a little like uh, – let's say it was a regular season. None of those people would have been the bottom. There would have been much worse. Okay. They, I'll go with you, you know, on that. Yeah. Yeah. So I do think I, that uh, they were they were good. They put – there was a great idea and then they executed it well. Even the, the lighting and stuff, especially during Beyonce, love it. What I didn't like, it was a tie between – the lip sync just wasn't really for me. Mm-hmm. Not the song. Love, Britney. We'll get to that too. Um but also the judging was a little – slightly questionable. Again, I thought it would be hard to judge because they were all good in my opinion. Yeah. But I have some questions and we'll we'll get to them. I think you and I are in the same boat on that. How very interesting. Wow. Very, Twinsies. Very, very, very interesting. Lori, what about you? I hated it. It was my <laughs> nightmare episode. Jan wins and Yara goes home. Oh, my God. Spoiler alert. God, that was the worst. It was the worst possible outcome to the episode. <laughs> the whole entire time the episode was going on, I was like, oh, surely Jan's going to be in the bottom. Surely this is she's going home today. No, she won. Mm-hmm. Ugh, I was I was really upset about it. Although, like, again, on paper, yeah, that was a good performance. But when I was watching it, I was like, this is what a child has a seizure to. <laughs> um, I also like the outfits, too. I don't know. Maybe it's just the way we're judging the outfits now. I find myself actually excited about talking about the outfits. I 
Actually, same. I was like, oh, we'll be tooting and booting those. Thank you again, Brooks Looks. <laughs> Brooks Looks. Oh. That's right. Um, yeah. Did you name the one thing you didn't like, Lori? I mean, besides that, was the all she named. that <laughs> yeah. my nightmare happened, uh, I actually, well, I said I liked the outfits, and then oh, there was a episode, there was a part of the show. Oh, the, I love the, um, I love the the workroom where they shared who, uh, you know, the the group and who they voted for, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought that it was um, a little uh, funny. That everybody that people voted for Akira, and Ginger Minge, I find I think it's funny that she is kind of a shady bitch. Like she votes in a way, but then she acts like she's like, "Oh, I didn't want to do it." That's oh, true. And she it. said in Untucked, or maybe it was a real show. Who I can I don't remember, but she was like, "Oh, it's it's just getting harder and harder every week to vote." And I was like, "Oh, it wasn't the hardest when you voted your biggest friend there off." Interesting. Yeah, I know, harder. Right. Yeah, yeah. harder. Yeah. Uh, so the two things I liked about the episode, uh, were this. Uh, I think this is a, a more specific version of what Salandra said. The, I think it's the same person they use all the time for, even for like, uh, baddest b- bitches in her story and stuff like that. But, uh, the person that they use to impersonate the female voices is so good. I don't know if it's the same person for every single one, but for a lot of them, you could tell it was the same person. She does an amazing job where you're like, she's really capturing um, those women, uh, in her voice, the way she, like the Madonna was spot on. She yeah. really does. I remember in, in the Shakira, I was like, oh, this is so good. And I was realizing, oh, it's literally, I'm just thinking that the Shakira impression is spot on. Yeah. 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 yeah you're right. Uh, it also, took me a go- second to realize that they, that it actually wasn't the same. Yeah. How did they get these singers to, that's how <laughs> an idiot I am. Shakira. Yeah. We can't use their songs, but they will do a guest track on a RuPaul remix. Yeah. Madonna was like, I'll take <laughs> a guest track. I was like, uh, wait a second. I don't know if this is real. You believe Fergie at first and that tracks. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mm-hmm. totally, I actually still believe that Fergie. <laughs> I think actually it was Fergie. Yeah. Um, Fergie- and then, yeah, Sparky did the person. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing that I liked too was, again, you know, I will say, I've said it once and I'll say it again. I'm a big fan of this Jamal Sims. I thought the choreography was great. I thought he's yeah. a great choreographer. He works really well with the contestants. I mean, the way he kept it so cool when Yara was coming for him, Lori, we will talk about that when the moment comes. That's why it's good that you have the script in front of you because you'll see what we're going to talk about. Yes. You know? And but I agree. I agree with you. I liked him too. I liked him, and the thing I didn't like is, believe it or not, and I don't. Maybe I. Maybe I'm the tenth dentist here on this, but <laughs> um, I felt that the show was being sort of unfair to Yara the way it was edited because if because I, I watched it twice. And so Wait, this, the, I'm literally the one that said it was my nightmare. What part of my nightmare do you think it makes me think that I was okay with it? When I watched it a second time, I realized what Yara was saying. And I was like, oh, that's an interesting take. And I, they maybe they cut it in a way because she has an accent and she screams and she yells that her point, and maybe that's her fault too, that her point got sort of lost in all of that because she's so dramatic and maybe her accent, her English isn't her first language. And we'll get to it when we get to that moment. But I was like, oh, she's sort of making an interesting point, which is, I think, essentially... She doesn't say this, but like you guys have made up your minds, and I'm not going to sit here and grovel on national TV because th- there's nothing I can say that will change your mind. You know, 
Well, yeah, but she also had that attitude last time she was in the bottom. Yeah, and she just didn't give. Uh, we'll get to it. Yeah, we'll get to it, won't we, Lori? We hey, we'll get to it. We will get to it. Yeah, Joe, stop trying to derail the show. Jesus, let's <laughs> keep it going. All right, the girls count the the votes, and the tally is closer than Akira would like. Eureka, Ginger, and Raja own up to voting for Akira, who appears to get how the game is played. Meanwhile, Jan threatens to unleash her wrath on the competition. The next day, the queen sings Silky's variety show song in her honor as they enter the workroom. Jan denies the reality that she was in the bottom four. Next, RuPaul entered the workroom to announce this week's Maxi Challenge. It's the Hall of Fame halftime show. Each queen will perform as their favorite headliners and lip sync to a RuPaul song and move to choreography from Jamal Sims. Let's go to Lori Roggenkamp. She is an expert in movement for the stage and television. Let's get your opinion here. Let's go. And, you know, I have a bunch of questions, Lori, actually. You know, some talking points, if you will, to help sure. get the conversation started. Let's get back to the beginning, first of all, when they walk in and they pull, they pull out the lipsticks. And, they, and, and for the first time this season, it's a lot closer than it has been. And it's nearly neck and neck for Akira and Silky. It looks like it's six to four uh, for uh, for Silky. Um, and then the queens start justifying Raja, uh, Eureka, and Ginger start justifying why they voted for Akira to go home. And my question to you is: Do you do you feel that the queens need to justify their vote? Is this? I mean, it is part of the game. But what do you think? What are your thoughts here, Lori? Well, look. I mean, if I was making this, if I was making this show, <laughs> obviously I would say no. But then, mm-hmm. uh, then this show would be completely different. I think <laughs> that I think the justification. I think you guys have pointed out many times, and it's hit me over the head. So I finally <laughs> understand it. Is that? There's two games. There's the game you play on the sh- during the taping, and then there's the game you play for the people who watch the show later, and uh, for the audience. And I think that you know justifying your actions is not necessarily needed in the workroom, but is needed for when the audience watches later. Mm-hmm. But there's now kind of a third game because there they also have to. The reason they have to justify, I feel, is because it's like, okay, but what if this person's now mad at me? Like they mentioned several times I, uh, that they were like, oh, I have to, I have to vote this way because that's what the group's going to vote. And if mm-hmm. I don't, then they're going to turn on me. You're right. Jan- so like everything's calculated. You're right. Jan did mention that at the end that she was like, I'm going to vote how I think the group's going to vote, which I thought was an interesting way to play it. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I think that, I mean, really there's seven games. No, I'm, uh, yeah. But I think in the, you know, I honestly, I think uh, Akira handled it um, the way that I feel like people should handle it, which is just like, that's fine. You know, because it, I mean, honestly, one, you know, I mean, uh, one person is technically going to win. I mean, I know in the past two people have won, but one person is going to win. So all of those queens, except for one person is going to be voted off. Or kicked off in some fashion. Sure. So it's like to assume that you, everyone as a group, you look around and you say, oh, I have a right to be here and how dare anybody vote me off is a very uh, asinine argument to make. And it, uh, I feel like it would hurt more than harm, you know? And yeah, it stings a little. I think if we were all in, if we were doing a podcast competition and you two voted me off, would it sting? Yes, but I would understand that I, you know, I just wasted, you know, 
an hour and a half trying to answer a question that Joe asked me. <laughs> uh, as I said before, we have a secret meeting with all the Afterthought hosts, and I'm every week trying to vote you off. And every week, the, they don't. We, this is that's not the point of this, Joe. And why don't you invite Lori? Solandra, uh, <laughs> my question to you is. Uh, who would you have sent home if you were? Would you have sent home a Kiri or a Silky if you were on there? I would probably do a Kiria mm-hmm. because I think she's bigger competition, but I'd be able to justify um a, a little more even by saying like what Eureka said was just like I I just wanted to see Silky get another chance. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, but at the end of the day, a Kiria is a mystery because she is. Beautiful, good looks, does well, but she's so forgettable. And we talked about this in Meet the Queens that I didn't remember her from season 11 at all. And she made yeah. it to the top. Mm-hmm. It's very weird. I read someone made a comment that, or I think it was Bob the Drag Queen. No, she wouldn't say this. But um, Akira doesn't have like a, a face that you can like picture. It's just not like a specific anything so she sort of just fades into the background i mean she's pretty but there's not like a a feature or a way of talking or anything like that mm-hmm. that helps her stand out like could you do an akira impression right now probably not like if if akira let's say was the guest mm-hmm. next week on another thumb yeah how would that go well we'll find out i i don't i don't do that kind of humor that would be Lori in 2006 does that kind of humor but uh <laughs> okay please stop she uh i think she is i think she's very talented i think the problem is is i think she just like i hate to say it but i feel like jan kind of said it which is that she just doesn't have the spark that everyone has now jan recognized that because she herself doesn't have the spark (laughs) um she's like much like me yeah so they're just two black holes circling each other um but i think that uh I just realized now that I said black holes and Joe's going to spin this and so <laughs> like the spatial black hole. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, like in space. Mhm. So, um yeah, I you know what? I think I would have picked I'm assuming you're going to ask me this question as well. Um I <sighs> that's tough. I I like Akira more. So I I think I would have picked Silky to go home. But to be honest with you, I feel like between the two of them, it's a crapshoot because both of them didn't haven't didn't at that point hadn't done anything for me. And Akira still hasn't really. So. Uh, before we move on, I have one more question. Uh, you know, there's a discussion the next day around the table, right before RuPaul walks into the room where Jan says, well, you know, I wasn't really in the bottom. Uh, let's go to Salandra here for No, we'll go to Lori. We'll go to you first. Was was Jan in the bottom? Yes. She was in the bottom. You know how we know she was in the bottom? How? RuPaul said she was in the bottom. <laughs> yeah. That's how we know she was in the That's bottom. That's true. Salandra, your thoughts? It's. I think there's two very different things that Jan wasn't able to articulate. Jan didn't deserve to be in the bottom. Mm-hmm. But Jan was put in the bottom, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, she could have been voted off, and she could have went home because she was placed in the bottom. Yeah, but I will say it brings up an interesting point, and I, I see what you're saying. I don't think she articulated her point very well. But what I will say is, they're arguing with her and being very sure Jan because it's the funny thing to do because it lo- I, I, nobody has more fun beating up on Jan than I do. But 
I will say Ginger and Jan were never seriously taken into consideration in the vote last week. Like it was though, pretty much accepted that that they weren't going to be voted on. Yeah, even though I felt like Silky brought up a good point, which is that both her and Jan got the same critiques, mm-hmm. which is true. They got the same critiques. So why is it that you know? Now I have a question. Have all uh have 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 any white drag queens gone home so far? Let me see. First was Yara. No. But in fairness, it is a very diverse cast. True. There's not many whites to go. Yeah. But you're right, Lori. And there are a couple that I'm like, why? I mean, like, speaking of forgettable, I can't tell you a single thing Scarlet Envy's done. No. I don't know why she's still on the... When she did her impersonation, I forgot it as soon as it was done. Oh yeah, I, I it was yeah. I, I I had to think about it right now what it was. I thought she was going first, and then I forgot about her after. Although I do think she's been she's had a lot of people defending her online uh, that like oh she was robbed for looks reasons, and she has turned some looks. Yeah, I know that's not our thing, but mm-hmm. she has. Uh, all right. Well, now that that's been said and done, now do you guys have any of your own notes that you want to discuss from the from the after Silky's elimination um, at the next day before RuPaul walks in? Did you guys cover all your notes there, Lori, Adam? All Covered, right. sir. Very Covered. good. Let's move on. Back in the workroom, the queens name their chosen halftime performance icons, and they are as follows: uh, Akira C. Davenport chose Prince. Kylie Sonique Love went with Steven Tyler. Uh, Raja O'Hara is going to be Diana Ross. Trinity uh, K. Bonet is going as Beyonce. Pandora Box went with her season two Snatch Game win, Carol Channing. Scarlet Envy was Katy Perry. Jan was Lady Gaga. Eureka O'Hara was Madonna. Yara Sophia was Shakira. And Ginger Minge chose Fergie. Uh, first of all, let's, well, let's move on, actually. On the main stage, the contestants join Jamal Sims for their choreography. Ginger loves Jamal. Akira struggles to ch- channel Prince's cool vibe. Jan picks up the choreo, but not the unhinged aspect Jamal is looking for. And finally, Yada corrects Jamal. Finally, uh, Trinity feels her oats as Beyonce. Um, let's start with you, uh, Adam Salandra. Your thoughts on the, the celebrities that the girls chose, your thoughts on the choreography, all that jazz. I'm dying to know yeah. how much freedom the gals had in yeah. making their choices. Mm-hmm. Me too. Why would you pick Fergie? Yeah. I mean, she... I, I like Fergie, but mm-hmm. but how do you, you how do you impersonate Fergie? She doesn't have much like I was saying about Akira. She doesn't have a thing. Mm-hmm. So did Ginger even do bad, or was it just there was nothing to do? I'd like I, I'm interested in that. They probably got um, a list because you know there's only some people who've done halftime shows. Well, that's true too. And I wonder how they, I wonder if there was like how they let someone choose first. I mean, obviously. Uh, Pandora was going to be Carol if she was on the list, mm-hmm. and Trinity Beyonce, but. Like, no one picked – I would choose Britney. Britney was a halftime performer. No one did that, yeah. which was surprising. And I would have thought maybe uh, Kylie Sonique Love would have maybe done the catch. Gwen Stefani has done it, right, or no? Did I just uh, make that up? Probably. I can't I picture know. it, but I bet she has. And She's, that's good. I mean, I feel like No Doubt has probably done it. 
So you could just have Gwen Stefani, but have it be from her No Doubt time. Yeah, I don't know if Gwen Stefani has done it, actually. But she seems like someone who would do it. No one, yeah. I wonder who the list of that they had to choose from. I would have, I would, like, God, I would have done something more iconic. I don't know. Some of them were kind of really boring and whatnot. And I was very whatever about them. But about the choices. Yeah, you're right. Like, like is Ginger really choosing Fergie? Or is Scarlet Envy really choosing Katy Perry? That was the other one I would not want to do. Yeah, because there's nothing to them. How do you right. do that? And no, in uh, 2003, no doubt did a Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, there you go. Well, when you know, you know, Ms. Rogan Camp. Yeah, uh, that would because Kylie, I could see Kylie doing on Gwen Stefani. There's a lot you can do with Gwen Stefani, mm-hmm. I feel, and um, uh, maybe that wasn't a choice on the list because it's it's, it's such a weird. I I have to be honest. Mm-hmm. And think that Trent, I was getting very nervous about Trinity as Beyonce mm-hmm. because to me, despite Beyonce's immense talent, it's not that there's zero personality, but she's sort of like demure ish when she talks. I just didn't think there was anything for her to do. And I was, I stand corrected. Let's just say, I mean, I, well, she was incredible. To be honest with you, I don't understand. It, it, it almost, it made me upset. Not you. But basically you. Um, it made me upset that people were sort of saying that because this is not Snatch Game. So she doesn't have to talk. She has to sing. And Beyonce is a performer. So all Trinity K. Bonet would, had to do was just, you know, dance well and, and lip sync. And she, she would she, she did that. She killed it. Well, oh, hold on. Let's, let's save this discussion from when we actually talk about the halftime show. Right now we're just talking about the choices. Uh, and the choreo, the actual choreo session when they're working with Jamal. Um, like for, you know, to, to give you guys a chance to catch your breath, to figure out what you're going to say. Uh, I, I forgot to mention something earlier, uh, which is when RuPaul came in and she does the big build up about, uh, oh, they tried to get a celebrity and she's really a, uh, you know, a superstar to give her a rhyme, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it's going to be RuPaul. Yeah, I knew. And then she says RuPaul, and oh my god, RuPaul is laughing so hard at her own jokes, and then the girls are just guffawing because the 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 boss is laughing. You know, it's like, (laughs) oh, this is so funny. You know, and you're like, okay, all right, we're laughing a little too hard at that very obvious joke. But I did like that Ru then was like, yeah, it's all my songs, and then she said some things never change. So she. To me, she was sort of poking fun at herself, which yes. I appreciated. Yeah, which is thank God they actually acknowledge because there have been times where they just don't even acknowledge it. Yeah, they're just yeah, like, yeah. yeah, this is the thing that we do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and what were they going to tell you? Now there is a moment. It's a very interesting moment during the choreo session. Probably the only interesting moment, if I'm being honest, where Yara is talking back to Jamal and correcting him that. and all of that. My question to you, and we'll start with. Uh, Adam, because Lori's on the phone or something. Is <laughs> I'm here. I'm listening. I'm just ordering pizza. Oh, good oh, idea. Well, yeah, there you go. Can you ready for the? I'm gonna go on my phone real quick. Yeah. Uh, is uh, what? Tell me about that moment. Do you think Yara was out of line, Adam? Correcting, talking back to Jamal. I want to give her benefit of the doubt and say she wasn't. It wasn't meant to be talk back so much as Yara just does Shakira and she was, mm-hmm. you know, you're there and you want to to win. So you put 
put your best foot forward. Now, editing them all together so that it's back to back makes it seem a little more offensive. But who knows if they were mm-hmm. I, that way or not. You know, back in the workroom and is, uh, is Jan has a conversation about Gaga and I wrote down this note and I was like, why are all Gaga fans, maybe there are other fans and stands like this, why are they all so fucking extra? Why are, but Gaga, Gaga stands in particular are like very bizarre and extra. Am I wrong here, Adam Salandra? Well, it's because Gaga's whole thing, and even she had to tone it down, was just being the weirdest, the most extra, and saying, this is for all the little freaks out there. And so they were like, yes, we're freaks. Mm-hmm. And so now everyone's grown up, but they're like, well, I'm still pretty extra. Yeah, but you know, it's it's so funny, but like, you know, there used to be a co-host in the show named Evan Ayers. He is a Gaga stan. My God. And it's just like, it was, it reminded, Jan reminded me a lot of him. And I was like, they always are like quoting facts. Like, like Jan was so extra. She's like, well, I'm Italian and she's Italian. And we both went to Catholic school and we both, you know, know how to dance and we love Broadway and we do that. And I, and I was like, okay, calm down. This is what I'm saying. This is why I don't feel like I could sit here and say I'm a Britney gay anymore, even though I always have been, is that mm-hmm. I don't go to those levels. Also, I'm not a teenager. So that helps. Well, Jan isn't either. Well. There's also a part in the choreo where there's a, in a confessional, Scarlett goes, Jamal has really high standards, and I'm here for it. And I'm like, <laughs> you're here for high standards? <laughs> They all love Jamal so much. Well, I love Jamal. I love Jamal because even if you take that moment where even if – whether it's edited that way or not, that Yara is talking back to him, he is so professional in handling it. And I was actually going to ask you. Here's my question. How do you think Todrick would have reacted? I I was just going to ask you that because – Todrick always like tried to bring the drama whether it was authentic or not. Mm -hmm. And Jamal doesn't do that ever or ever. No. So – Todrick would have been like, this is a moment to fight back. And Jamal just cradled Yara in his big arms. Yeah. Do you find Jamal sexy, Lori? Um, I thought it was very nice. Although I, 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 I was here for Yara stepping up. I felt like she should have been more vocal. I honestly think that, uh, I think that Jamal sort of gave some people, uh, more choreo to work with and sort of set them up for success since he he gave more people less choreo to work with and didn't really give them a lot of you know a lot of stuff to do ultimately i see what you're saying that's been that todrick's been accused of that too in this case i mean what is there really to do for fergie or Katy perry like even when jamal was showing trinity the beyonce moves i'm like whoa that is so fucking beyonce you know well, not even that, or not even the Katy Perry and them, but what about Steven Tyler? He's literally does not dance, which yeah. more did Kylie. Also, what do you guys think about Trinity K. Bonet not knowing who Steven Tyler is? <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's yeah. one of the, well, I think she's just not exposed to that. It's, it, Steven Tyler is very white. I love how, by the way, look, I love that Kylie's like, oh, I'm doing, I mean, a drag king this week. I'm like, have you ever seen Steven Tyler in person? that's what i was i was saying that well what i love so much was uh that um she goes i i did drag as a man for you know so and such years and now i'm gonna so now i feel like i know how to do it it's like 
I don't. I wouldn't consider Steven Tyler a man. <laughs> when I, Steven Tyler and Jennifer Lopez were judges on American Idol, and they were on a magazine cover promoting it, and I truly had to stare at it for a few seconds to figure out which was which. I'm not even being funny, and I, you guys can say whatever you want, but I was at the Soho House <laughs> in West Hollywood probably like ten years ago, and we were in this screening room. I was watching a movie, and this the person who worked there brought in an old lady. Or so I thought. I'm like, oh, who's that old lady? And then someone said to me, oh, we're going to have to start the movie a little bit because Steven Tyler's taking a tour of the Soho house. And I was like, it was Steven Tyler. I And I legitimately, <laughs> until they told me Steven Tyler was taking a tour of the theater, I legitimately thought it was – first of all, Steven Tyler is very little. I'm five foot seven, and he is definitely smaller than I am, right? He is very, very little, okay? Yeah. And looks like a little old lady. And uh, I, I never pictured him short. Wait, how tall are you? Five foot seven. How tall are you? Six two. Oh. Are you really? I'm no. Oh. no, no, no. I'm like five nine, five ten, somewhere in there. Oh god. So Lori That's... towers over both of us. When we go, <laughs> when we go to the fast I'm gonna uh, crush you. So just FYI, get ready. I honestly, can't wait. Yeah. Um, I one time was walking down the street on Hollywood Boulevard and Dave Navarro was walking in the opposite direction. Okay. And he was like, I think that's Dave Navarro. And he was a tiny, tiny little man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I tripped over the sidewalk and I bumped <laughs> into him and I flung him against the wall. <laughs> oh I didn't see that coming. Literally went like, honestly, I, I, I feel like I barely touched him and he went like splat right against the wall. And I was like, Oh my God, I am so sorry. I think I called him sir. I was like, I'm so sorry, sir. And he was just like, it's fine. It's fine. And then just kept walking. Well, that will teach him to walk down Hollywood Boulevard. That's yeah. a very strange choice for him. That is a very, very <laughs> strange like, choice. Oh. But I mean, I can't, t- I can't express how light he felt. <laughs> like, <laughs> I believe that. Just, yeah. uh, I, I think I might have injured him. All you right. shouldn't have picked him up. You really shouldn't. All right. Why don't we take a break? And when we come back, we will do the rest of the show. We'll be back right after this. Uh, it's Elimination Day and the girls get ready for the runway. Trinity and Raja butt heads about Beyonce. Ginger takes Michelle's critiques to heart. Akira feels the pressure after last week's challenge. And finally, Jan doubles down. She wasn't in the bottom four last episode. Lori, uh, let us start with you on this Elimination Day. Uh, do you really think, because this comes up during the Elimination Day, that it was a bold choice for Trinity to portray Beyonce f- famously during the Snatch Game, as you pointed out earlier? Uh, it was, uh, it's never gone well, but this is a dance. Do you think it was a bold choice to portray Beyonce? Um, I don't really have any opinions about it. So if you want to just ask, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like to do that. I like to do that. Um, no, I don't think it was a bold choice. I think it was a smart choice. I think it was stupid that everybody kept saying that, that, uh, Beyonce was, you know, was the thing. It's not Snatch Game. Now, granted, if this was Snatch Game and Trinity mm-hmm. was doing Beyonce, I would have said, run, girl, run. Mm-hmm. But like, this was a performance. It, that's what Beyonce is known for yeah. is doing great performances. Mm-hmm. So all she had to do was just, 
she just has to, if she knew she could do Beyonce performance, then mm-hmm. she was going to rock it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I tried to be Beyonce, yeah. no, it wouldn't go well. Yeah. But she knew she was going to do it. So yeah, no, it was stupid. I kept being like, why are people, why is this a thing? Why are people mm-hmm. trying to make it seem like she's going to get kicked off or something? Mm-hmm. Now, now, so Landra, why don't, do you want to weigh in on that? I felt, I already admitted, I felt the opposite at the time because A, I was thinking of her, I, in my mind, I was just like, oh, what are her, even performing, what are her isms? I couldn't think, but I was mm-hmm. wrong. As soon as she was doing it, I was like, oh yeah, that's clearly Beyonce. But also, I mean, I didn't realize Trinity was even that good at dancing. Even if we know it's just dancing, I didn't think she was going to be that good. Yeah. And can we talk about like, I, okay, look, yes. Do I think Jan did a good job? Yes. But I think Trinity should have won this. Most people do. Trinity or. Oh, is, that, is that the word online people should have, people think Trinity should have won? Yeah. It's, um, uh, I just, I actually, my heart does go out to Jan that she finally won and people were rooting for her to win. And now they were like, well, no, she shouldn't have won that. Trinity should have won. But, and this is again jumping ahead. Well, we'll save it. But I also kind, I mean, I don't, look, I can't explain why. There was almost no choreography. Mm-hmm. And, uh, w- w- before, Pandora was about to do Carol Channing. I was like, ugh, Carol Channing. But I did love her Carol Channing. And I kind of would have loved to see her win. By the way, I'm not convinced it wasn't Pandora Box singing as Carol Channing. Yeah. I couldn't understand any of those words. Which, again, that's not Pandora. But that was annoying to me. Oh, I I loved it. I thought it was great. I love love, love Carol Channing. Just... I'm here for it. Now, Solange, let me ask you this question. It's a discussion that comes up at the mirror about whether Trinity is trade or not. Is Trinity, we defined this a week or two ago, is Trinity trade? Based on the gal's definition, which was looks like a hot, straight guy, it very much is dependent on the outfit for me, for Trinity. I think in the right outfit, yes, 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 Mm -hmm. yes. Now, if we're talking about a, a guy that you want to fuck but not necessarily date, I think it depends on whether or not she has her teeth in. Up one million. <laughs> so that's my that's my opinion. Although I don't I know really, which... I really, and I'm, this is going to sound like a joke, and it's really not a joke, sadly. I hope she wins next week and she takes home the 30000 because maybe she can use that money. Oh, no, no, no. She's, she, they're making her the star of the season. Which means she'll get bookings. She's going to have money. Those teeth will be fixed by year's end. I promise you. Well, she'll probably, you know, I'm sure Jiggly pulled her aside and was like, bitch, look at my beautiful mouth. Like, you crazy girl? You got to do this before you come back. But I, you know, I'm sure TKB was not booked and blessed. I am starting to fear that we are going to see a world where Jan might win this competition. No. I don't think so. I I do not like her. Or they would have made her in the top, or wh- I honestly thought they were trying to break her spirit. Um, so I was surprised I she won that, at all. I thought that too, but I genuinely think I after this this episode, I genuinely am frightful that. Look, I did I think that we would ever see an episode where Yara would go home? No, and now we saw an episode where where Jan won and Yara went home, and so now this is like when Trump got elected. You're all topsy turvy. Anything's possible. The world is on fire. You're right. Uh, all right. Any other thoughts on the elimination day, Adam? Have you given all your thoughts on the elimination day? Mm-hmm. And then some. And Lori Rogan Camp. Um, I did not understand Stephen Tyler, the uh, Sonique Love as Steven Tyler. I thought it was 
What are you talking about? Oh, I thought we were doing the uh, the performances. Are we nope. passive performances? We haven't even we haven't done them yet. There. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm good. Laura, everyone should know for the first time, I actually have the script <laughs> in front of them. So she's actually looking at the script. So Lori, let me, let me, you know what? I'll even highlight it right now, what we're doing now. So oh, now we're going to, we're going to, we're going to yeah. talk about the All-Stars Hall of Fame halftime show. We'll go through one by one. We're going to treat this kind of like the looks okay and we'll go around okay uh, sorry I was, I was caught i was on the chat room and i was you were excited like, oh she, she oh, was yeah, yeah she's excited, excited about you, her but... yeah she's excited about her pizza oh i can't blame her for that i'm yeah. excited about pizza i have sausages on it so i'm really excited Yum. yeah she's excited about her pizza and so she was thinking about other things all right Lori, go ahead for the halftime show. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, the first I, one was Ginger Minch. Uh, your thoughts on that? Uh, look, okay. Fergie. Here's here's my problem with that is that I agree. I think we've really pretty much covered it. Fergie doesn't have a thing, so it pretty much was just Ginger Minch singing a song that sounded like Fergie. You know, like it, it wasn't really anything. So I felt kind of bad for her because I thought she was trying her best. She was doing a fun job, but it mm-hmm. just, it, there was no impersonation, you know? Yeah. I agree. Uh, I wrote Ginger is not giving me Fergie, but then how actually do you give Fergie? So it felt unfair. Yeah. But then she picked it. Or did she? Now, the only thing I've heard about Fergie other yeah. than her, uh, <laughs> Is that she peed herself on stage one time? That's what I thought they were going to do, and she should I have. Thought, yeah, she should have peed herself on stage. That's what I thought. She Missed did. opportunity. Yeah. Well, no, because they probably want Fergie on the show at some point, and they're not going to. True, true, true. Do that. All right. Next, we had Madonna as portrayed by Eureka O'Hara. Let's go to Adam Salandra. Your thoughts quickly. The I liked her look, um, but I didn't know. Uh, and she gave good energy, but I was I don't know. I I, I, I was sort of neutral. All right, Lori Roggenkamp. Um, no, I didn't see Madonna. I saw, I saw, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I just saw somebody who tried to have an essence of Madonna. It was sort of like Fergie. Like Madonna doesn't, I don't feel like Madonna really has a thing. Like she has, she, like her personality is a thing, but I honestly know if her performance is a thing. So I don't know. I agree. The correct I, answer is surprisingly great. All right, next we had Raja O'Hara portraying Diana Ross. Let's start with you, Lloyd Roggenkamp. Give us your your uh, condensed critique here. To be honest with you, people, I thought she did great, but I think it's only because she had a great wig. You know, right. it's, uh, the wig made made the whole thing. It's Adam Salandra? Yeah, I don't know enough about Diana Ross' performance. Uh, I, I thought she was good. You know what's so funny, and I will say this, we'll do it after the show very quickly. I actually think when you talk about in, in terms of iconic Super Bowl performances, especially taking the technology at the time, her Super Bowl performance is iconic. Like oh. it is so amazing. Just the just the last thirty seconds to a minute are so just diva Diana Ross glory i'm not going to spoil anything people might spoil it in discord it is everything it is life we will look at it together after the show uh just the not the whole performance just the last minute the last minute is everything uh all right next we have oh by the way the correct answer is boring all right next we have yada sophia as i'm sorry it's it's what boring 
Yeah, Diana so Ross. We, her performance, Diana Ross, was boring. There was nothing. Okay, to I it. just didn't hear. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's so boring. I turned on bloody podcast. To- <laughs> Well, I mean, noise for background. You can turn it on. You can press play. So no, I'm just saying you had to intentionally download that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, did, I was so bored. I did it by accident. All right. Next, we had Shakira <laughs> as portrayed by Yara Sofia. Let's start with Adam Salandra. Your thoughts? Well, on this? I thought she killed, but I have to admit, I never looked at her face once. Uh, I thought that the body was. 1000% Shakira mm-hmm. and like I previously mentioned the voice track which has nothing to do with Yara mm-hmm. I was like oh my god it's so Shakira so I was impressed uh, and we obviously know I was in the wrong there Lori Roddenkamp I'm with Adam I thought she did a great job I thought she actually looks when you look at Shakira's face she looks like Yara she's focusing on her body roles you know it's just like I yeah I honestly, when we were going into this, I thought, okay, it's going to be, be between Trinity and Yara. Oh, really? So, so here's what I'll say. I watched it twice, and I watched for the face a second time. Yeah. And when I did, she is dead behind the eyes. Now, I don't yeah. know what she could have brought to bring Shakira, but she is dead behind the eyes when she's doing it. It almost seems to be honest with you. Maybe we don't know behind the scenes, T, that she's pissed off. Like, like I'm doing this under protest, you know, but I'm doing it. Yeah. Because I feel Yada, the reason I say that is what's unusual, and I'm giving conspiracy theory here, is everything we've seen with Yada, like think about her variety show performance where she's jumping all over the place, her titties are jumping up and down, and she's just screaming all the time. And even when she's going to be eliminated, Jessica Wilde comes out and she's screaming in the audience, right? And then all of a sudden she's low energy and dead. I don't know if she was tired from the day, but she her her face is literally dead behind the eyes. It's yeah. It's it's something's going on that we don't know about. All right, next we have uh Katie Perry and it's I didn't write the last name. And it's Scarlet <laughs> Envy portrayed her. Uh so Lori, give us your thoughts here on this. I don't know if it's because she wore her shark outfit during that entire workroom thing. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to her song, I was like, all right, I'm over the shark outfit and this is boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, Cilantro, you want to weigh in? I thought the shark, I was like, well, thank God she did that. Cause what, but again, not even Scarlett's fault. Like, what are you doing for Katy Perry? I thought it was better than I thought it would be. But, I, okay. Let me say this. All right, go ahead. I'm going to, I'm going to, I just remembered I had another thought. Yeah. I think Scarlett did what I think for, uh, Ginger Minch should have done, which she knew that Katy Perry doesn't really have a thing. Again, doesn't really have a thing, but she took something from the Super Bowl, the left shark, and she made it a thing and she made it. So, you know, I think honestly, I think she knew that she, she wasn't going to get first, but she just wanted to be safe. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, all right. Well, the correct answer is it was boring. Next, we have <laughs> Kylie Sonique Love as Steven Tyler from Aerosmith. Let's start with Adam Salandra. Salandra, your thoughts here? Again, I was sucked in by the voice track, which had nothing to do with the performance, but mm-hmm. I did think it was good because of that. I was entertained. Mm-hmm. I was also, in, I mean, I was very like interested in the way she was showing her body as if it was a man body, but yet she does have actual real breasts. It was engaging to me all right Lori Roggenkamp uh I thought it was boring yeah I was just like okay the correct answer is boring it was boring 
Yeah. All right. Next, we had Jan as Lady Gaga. Let's start with Lori Rockingham. Give us your thoughts here in a nutshell, Lori, on Lady Gaga. I actually have a question either for you and Joe or Joe and Adam. Have you guys been to a Lady Gaga concert? No. Okay. Trick question. Have I you ha- seen Lady Gaga I- perform live? Because I, ha- I have seen I have seen Lady Gaga perform live. I went to Tower Records on Sunset. They announced last minute that she and Elton John were going to perform live at the Old Tower Records. So I went down there and I got there just as the gays were flying in and uh, watched Lady Gaga and Elton John do Candle in the Wind and like two other songs. So the reason I say that is this is purely from the judging. Yeah. When I first saw it, I thought, oh, this is a sporadic thing. This is in no way reflective on anything that any performer would do. And then the judges said, oh, no, that's spot on. So now I'm thinking, oh, maybe this is Lady Gaga. If that's the case, then that's seizure-inducing. That's the worst performing I've ever heard, seen in my entire life. It, Jan was... I thought Jan was doing a c- comedy routine. Okay. Excuse me for a second. If you're a fan of Lady Gaga, we are, we, we, we establish an official uh, complaint department here at Afterthought Media. Email the best of today at gmail.com with any complaints you may have, and uh, we'll take care of it. All right. Well, I, I think Lady Gaga is one of probably the biggest performer to come out of this century. Oh, you've decided this. Okay. No, I think she's ama- she's an amazing singer songwriter. Okay. She, I think she honestly has changed our generation. Mm-hmm. If well, this that- is how she performs live, she is terrible <laughs> at dancing and performing live. You can be you can be both. Solandra? But if, that, if Jan's interpretation of that is actually spot on, mm-hmm. then I am so glad I've never paid money to see a Lady Gaga concert. Adam Solandra? From a certain time period, absolutely spot on. Absolutely spot on. Really? Uh-huh. That's really sad. Very manic, very wild. But again, I mean... I, mean, I could do that. Like please if, when do. I when I see that I go I could do that like yeah. that's something I could and it, when I think I can do it it's not great. Mm-hmm. Well, it lowers <laughs> new character Lady Kaka. <laughs> yeah. She's going to be doing uh, later. Uh, all right. Uh, well, the correct there. Did you give your opinion, Salandra? On, on yeah, but one thing I wrote is that I my thought was like, oh, she better work with these dance moves because she was really working it out. But there was still something off putting about it. You guys turned me against her. I was excited to see her. There, this I'm going to tell you something. So let me give you the correct answer. The correct answer is it was great. Now, that said, caveat, there is just something about her personality that is just very grating. Like, when she's in confessionals, like, I literally imagine my my hands going around her neck and, and, like, choking her. Well, it I, is a punch me face. I've realized. I realized. Not imagine that. I imagine her hands going around someone else's neck and choking. I think she secretly is like a sociopath. Like, oh. I, yeah, she's just you know you know what she reminds me of. You know, like when there's a little kid and a little kid does something really cute and funny and everyone laughs, right? But then they keep they keep trying to replicate that moment. That's she's that second part of the kid. Always like, 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 especially she might be a nightmare now that she won. Where she's going to be yeah. like, I, I won, everybody. I won. I won, everybody. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> Calm down, Jan. Right? right. She's going to win the money. Anyway, uh, all right. Next, we have Akaria Davenport as Prince. Let's start with Adam Salandra. Salandra, your thoughts here? I 
could tell by the editing, Akira was going to be in the bottom all app, mm-hmm. but I thought it was incredible. I liked it a lot. Lori? Um, you know, I, I gotta be honest, I felt a little like how you guys described Jan. I felt like it was, it was good, but I was just sort of like, eh. Like, I didn't feel anything. Yeah. I, I did kind of feel like she, she threw in her butt thing sort of as like a half-ass attempt to get people to notice her. Like, it was, it, that was kind of sad for me where I was like, oh, she's, you know, She's really trying to throw that in. But, like, she did all the dance moves. She, you know, she did everything she was supposed to do. It just fell flat. So. The correct answer is it was bad. I didn't get Prince. I got Janelle Monet. All right. Janelle um, uh, excuse me. Janelle Monet is an amazing performer. Okay. And- I didn't say Carrie wasn't a bad performer. I just didn't get Prince. That's what was bad. Okay. All right. I'm just saying. I love Janelle Monet. What are you talking about? That's the song. Those are, that's the music I'm always listening to. Is it's Janelle Monet. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, songs that she's done. The, I, I don't know anybody's songs. Okay. But anyone who listens to the show knows I often play Janelle Monet before the shows start. Okay. All right. Um, the real fans. Yeah. They can't name me. All right, Carol Channing. Uh, Pandora Box played her. Uh, let's start with Lori Roggenkamp. Uh, our, ver- our, sh- our show's very own version of Carol Channing. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. She's Carol uh, Double Chinning. Yeah, I'm Carol Chinning. Mm-hmm. Um, she, you know what? I, I think this is the flip of Akiria. I think she's sort of... Oh, because one's white and one's black. Lori, listen. This isn't 2006 anymore, okay? Please stop. Wow. Please stop. I'm begging you. I do not want this to get out. I am not, <laughs> I am not a racist. All right? I have never been a racist. Uh-huh. Please stop. Okay, go ahead. So I think that Carol Channing... I think her Carol Channing, she, uh, you could tell she sort of messed up a couple of times on the lip sync. She didn't really have a lot of, of, uh, choreo, but I liked it. I thought it was funny. And I think that it's because Pandora has like, you know, she, she's locked into that character mm-hmm. and she knows that character backwards and forwards. Yeah. So, uh, Humble said, no, Humble Pie in the chat room says she was in the kitchen and she watched a YouTube recap where the woman had to pause the show because she was crying so hard about Jan's win. Humble, my question to you is, was she crying out of sadness or happiness at Jan won? Yeah. Also, was that Lady Gaga who was crying? <laughs> yeah, it was Lady Gaga. Um, so, Landra, what are your thoughts on Carol Channing as Pandora Box? Uh, I thought it was perfectly fine. It was like we've already seen it. But we've seen it and it's good, so it's you know it was fine in that regard. Yeah, correct answer is it was palatable. It was fine. And then finally, we have Trinity K. Bonet as Beyonce. We'll start with Adam Salandra. Your thoughts here? So impressed. It was just it was excellent, mm-hmm. and I thought it was you know I I didn't get it. I thought it was going to be bad. Okay, Lori. I mean. I think that she had, look, she, she had all the components to be a great Beyonce and she did. And so to me, I just, I don't understand this, this attitude of like, oh, you know, it could have been, it's, she's, 
Beyonce's a performer. She was. But performing. when have you ever seen? I didn't. I just didn't know she could dance. Trinity. Yeah, I guess I could see. That. Yeah, I mean that part was shocking. But I think everything else, she didn't. It wasn't like she was playing a character. She was singing and dancing. She was lip syncing and dancing. That's it. As Beyonce, she had the wig on. I should say that the the two women who were the two drag queens who uh, portray these people in their shows did very well as they're dancing. Like, say what you about Yada's face, and she looked vacant and blank. She had uh, Shakira's moves down. Oh yeah, that's why I thought she was great. And Beyonce, I mean, and and Trinity said she does Beyonce, you know, and. so I think maybe even J- Jamal may have crystallized those moves. She already's done those moves, you know. Yeah. So uh, she kind of has already kind of worked with that. Um, okay. So a couple of things. I thought one of the dancers I should have pulled a picture looked a lot like uh, a ripped Alexis Mateo, maybe at least with the mask on. <laughs> Uh, and then two. Also, the thing is that the whole thing was clearly pre-taped. wasn't done live in front of RuPaul. It was clearly pre-taped um any other thoughts on this before we move on to the looks nope all right uh yeah i bet adam Solange is really regretting that Lori roggenkamp did her 20 minute spiel at the end of <laughs> between us girls just a little bit ago all right now it's time for the, the looks. looks all right we're gonna we're gonna well luckily we're gonna buzz right through these i'm gonna say oh, it. You're i gonna, like it you're gonna tutor boot it uh, if you are listening on the Discord, you can go over to uh, the Looks channel and follow along with us. Thank you to Drew Brooks, who posts all the looks for everything. Every every dry, I don't even shows that we I, we don't even cover that much. He's posting the looks for them. Uh, Law and order. Yeah, yeah. He yeah he posted the looks for the Beatrice Arthur special from 1981 <laughs> or something. I wish. Yeah. Uh, all right. So let's start off first with Ginger Men. We're gonna. Zap around the room here, Lori. Tutor boot for Ginger Minge. Uh, boot. I wasn't a fan of this one. I just didn't feel like it fit her very well. You know, she hasn't really been, in my opinion, she hasn't really been bringing it lately. Usually, she Same. brings there if if it's like if she doesn't do very well in the doesn't do amazing in performance, she does good in looks. And I feel like she's been mediocre in both. And I, I think we're going to have to redo our ending uh, of the finale that we already pre-recorded. I really Adam Salandra Tudor Boot. Toot, 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 toot. Loved it. Yeah, I, it, the correct answer is it's a toot. Uh, all right, Eureka O'Hara. She came out in some sort of pink frilly thing. Uh, that's the extent of my, how I describe like a Western pink frilly thing. Uh, let's start with Adam Salandra. Um, Tudor Boot. Torn, but toot. Laurie? Toot. I loved it. I thought it was great. Uh, all right. The correct I answer. Huh? All right. Correct answer is toot. All right. Next, we have Raja O'Hara uh, in a light blue frilly dress. Guys, this is the best you're going to get from me. Uh, let's start with Lori Rockingham. Tutor boot. I would say boot, but only because of the arms. I didn't like the, the frilliness on the arms. I thought that that was a little overkill. All right. But the body was the toot. So yeah, the arms make it a boot. Lord, uh, Adam Salandra? Boot because of arms. All right. The correct answer is boot. All right. Next, we have Yada Sophia coming out in a some sort of weird hair thing in red dress. <laughs> <laughs> this is obviously the fashion uh, icon show. 
Clearly. He has a wig on and a dress. Yeah, let's start I, with, I couldn't do it. That's let's, what I love. Let's about. start with Adam Salandra. Adam Salandra, your thoughts here. Tudor boot. Um, something felt familiar about the hair to me. Yes. Like we've seen it before. Like season three. I think she had it on season three. Right? Yeah, but if if I'm forgetting that, Toot. Lori? Toot. And I also think, and I she made a reference, so I'm not 100% sure if this is uh, her actual reference, but she was saying, like, Gone with the Wind style. I think she oh. was sort of doing a play on Carol Burnett's Gone with the Wind. No, I think Ginger was doing that. I think what she meant, because it took me a second, I had to unpack it. She was saying, when I hear uh, something, or Gone with the Wind, or yeah, she said Gone with the Wind, I think wind, and so windmill. She was saying that her hair is Oh, like you're right. That's exactly what she was saying. Yeah, you're right. That's exactly what she was But I did like it, too. All right. Correct answer is boot. So none of you got that. All right. Next, we have Scarlet <laughs> Envy coming down the runway. Scarlet... Who's doing the correct? Who's who's the arbiter of what's correct and what's not correct? The king. Next, next we have Scarlet Envy coming down the runway. Uh, let's start with Adam. Sil- no, let's start with Lori Rocking Camp. Lori, Tudor boot. Uh, boot because of the face. I did not like her makeup in this. All right, Cilantro. I don't like these pictures, but I do remember thinking it was a toot, and so I'll give her a toot. All right, the correct answer is actually boot. What? Uh, Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy about that. I'm Next, gonna... we have Kylie Sonique Love. She came down the runway in something silver, I think. True. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam Salandra. This was a toot, and I found myself perhaps sexually attracted to her. I very much oh, Lori's wow. style. All she right. looked sexy. Lori? Look, I mean, I gotta, I gotta be partial because I feel like if no matter what she's wearing, I could say toot because she's so hot. But this is a boot for me because oh, wow. it doesn't make sense. <laughs> All right. Well, the correct answer is toot. All right. Next we have Jan. Why? Jan came down the runway in like a harlot style outfit with red and silver, like burgundy and silver. I don't know. Uh, let's start with uh, Lori Roggenkamp. I'm going to say this again. I think neck down is a toot. But Jan does something so weird with her facial expressions when she does the runway that it totally takes me out of it. She looks like she's being kidnapped and her children are forced at gunpoint or they'll be shot if she doesn't walk down this runway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that's how she looks right now. Salandra? Maybe it's true. This was uh, one of my toots of the night. I thought she looked great, and I really love those color combos together. The correct answer is... Well, Lloyd, what did you give it? A boot. Oh, it's a two. Pandora Box came out, and Lloyd, uh, RuPaul did the I've written a letter yeah. to Daddy. Lori, do you get that reference? Yes. Uh, I actually... I would what say- is it? She says, yes, it's Alaska from All-Stars Season 2. Yeah. I would say that uh, uh, that. I, Wait, you didn't tell us what the reference is. I would say for Pandora, I give it a two. Lori. Wow, wow, for Pandora. Yeah. Salandra, what do you give it? And we're going to come back to this, Lori. It's a boot. The correct answer is it's a boot. Uh huh. Um, okay, next we have a curious seat. Oh, now we have Trinity K. Bonet. Yeah, right. Trinity K. Bonet. Trinity K. Bonet comes out in 
Is it red? I don't know what that is. I think orange. Orangish? Yeah. Something orangish. Uh, let's start with Adam Salandra. Your thoughts? Tudor boot. Meh. I, I didn't really like the makeup, even though she was complimenting on it. It's a boot for me. All right. Lori? Uh, I mean, I'm going to say two only because I feel like this is one of her better outfits. That may be true, but it's still a boot for me. That's the correct answer because it was very, very like you've seen it at every pageant ever. Yeah. yeah. She, I think she's better than that, yeah. actually. Finally, we have a curious C. Davenport. Let's start with you, Lori Roggen Camp. Tudor boot. Two. I thought this was great. This is the kind of drag that I, I like the, the extravagance mm-hmm. of when people come out in like elaborate costumes. I think this is great. Adam? Yeah, definite two. Actually, this is probably two to the night for moi. Oh, really? Two of the night. Um, well, the correct answer is toot. Uh, and those are the looks. I have the score toot. here. I have the scores here. Hold on. Oh, Lori. what? It, last time I was so One, good. Two, three, four. Okay. With a score of eight to four, Adam Salandra, you're the winner of this week's challenge. Hell yeah. Oh, it's so fun. It's a game within a game. Yeah, it's I a game. That. Yeah, it's great. Laurie, Laurie. It ain't over yet, girl. Okay, great. <laughs> this season, there's a game within a game within a game. <laughs> Stay thirsty, girl. Uh, all right, on the main stage, Jen. <laughs> Just asking, like all the other queens. Yeah. <laughs> on the main stage, Jan wins the challenge. Uh, while Yara, Sophia, and Akira C. Davenport are placed in the bottom two. Backstage, the bottom two meet with both Jan and the rest of the girls. Akira pleads her case, while Yara, Sophia, struggles to argue her case. Back on the main stage, RuPaul summons the lip-sync assassin, season two contestant Jessica Wilde, to duke it out with Jan for a lip-sync battle for their legacy. The song, Womanizer by Britney Spears. In the end, Jan was safe, but Jessica Wilde, as the winner, was forced to read the name of her best friend, Yara Sophia, as the fourth contestant to enter the game within the game on All-Star Season 6. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with Adam Salandra from Show Business. I thought it was wild that Jan finally had her moment, and it was the one time I didn't necessarily think she deserved it. I mean, I thought she was incredible, but I mm-hmm. did go with Trinity. Mm-hmm. But I did feel bad for her that the fans are also that way. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were they're turning against her, and yeah. she wrote today begging for the fans to get a grip because apparently Britney fans were coming for Jan for her lip sync, saying. You, we need to free Britney and you're putting out this horrible lip sync, like somehow oh blaming Jan. God. So like that's unhinged. Of course we can all agree. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in Jan saying she was going against her heart to vote with the girls because we don't know who she picked yet, but I think she might have picked Akira because they didn't show it even in Untucked. Mm-hmm. So I think they want to reveal that next episode. And if she picked Yara like everyone else, they would have shown it. Yeah. Really no, I think she picked Yara because she said she was going to vote for whoever the group voted for. That's what I mean. But why wouldn't they show it then? So was she wrong about who the group was voting for? I think they, well, they have, I don't think they've ever showed who the queens are voting for until they pick it at the end. When well, Untucked they do, but it's in, in oh. Untucked that I'm saying they showed everyone and they showed her do it, but wouldn't show who it was. Oh, really? Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Uh, all right. Well, any final thoughts on the episode? Yeah, I thought it was bullshit. Um, <laughs> the judging. I thought the bullshit, the judging was bullshit. Who would you have put like, the bottom two? Um, that's tough. I mean, to be honest with you, I would, maybe Jan, mm-hmm. but that's just because I don't like her. <laughs> um, 
So that wouldn't really be great. Yeah. yeah. Jan. And then, uh, probably, uh, Sonique Love. I thought mm-hmm. hers was super boring. Um, so probably be between Jan and Sonique. But I just, like, okay, here's my issue with the judging to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like we were saying earlier, right? There, we don't know what the parameters were, how they got to choose their queens, but you would think that if they wanted them to have a good, you know, you would think that they would a have to get rights to even say these people's names. They would have to get permission. So there must have been some kind of why would you get permission to say their names? You don't know if a, a person wants to be associated with the show. I'm sure maybe they, you know, if you're doing like a impersonation of that person, I don't want you to say fuck off on the show and quit. So I'm just going to respectfully disagree with you. Let's move on. But what I'm saying is, is that they, um, you know, that, that if somebody says, I want to do Fergie. Wouldn't they go, I don't know if that's a person you should be doing. That doesn't, not, not really, uh, you know, a person that has a lot of, uh, distinguishing characteristics. And then they, but no, they let him, they let her do Fergie, Ginger Minch do Fergie. And then at the judging, they go, Oh, she doesn't really have a lot of characteristics. It's like, yeah, no fucking shit. How is that her fault? They do that stuff all the time on this show. Yes, you're right. But I have more to say, but uh, my pizza's here. So I'm actually good. <laughs> so meat lovers. Um, I have a question. What do you think they're looking at at the end when they're leaving and, and it, and true on the TV saying it's a game within a game? Like it's clearly superimposed for yeah, I don't us. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. I think um, they tell them to look up because yeah, I, don't I think so you, too. If yeah. you see, they kind of look to the side when they're top, they look like to the side and then they look up and then they look to the side. Um, you know what would be really funny, Solandra? So everyone should know we were doing just between us girls at the 20 minute mark, just when I was about to, and just between us girls. That's when Lori decides she has this 20 minute question she needs to ask. So, Landry, you should bring up a 20 minute question right now. Lori, <laughs> well, you know, my Lori. thought would be like, oh, if I talk about my cancer, we won't stop that. But she sure did. So I, don't, I think I've got nothing. Yeah. I got to be honest with you. I think if you guys had done this earlier, maybe, but we're at the end of the show. I have no qualms with just hanging up and walking, getting my pizza. <laughs> so you can ask your question. I'm just going to go. Um, so I do actually have a thing to talk about. One, really quickly, your thoughts on the actual lip sync itself, Lori. I mean, look, again, I find myself in this weird position where I'm like arguing with myself about why I should like Jan and why I don't like Jan. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like, um, Carol, uh, Pandora Box literally did what Jan did in the beginning of the show in the begin the in her talent show and everybody fell over themselves laughing so hard yeah because they thought it was so funny and then jan does it and and people are just like ooh, that's cringy you know and so mm-hmm. it's just like i kind of get it but at the same time it's like jan it's it's like jan is doing everything that she needs to be doing mm-hmm. so i'm just I, I'm almost upset with her that I don't like her. I'm like, why don't I like you? You, yeah. you should be my favorite. What about so. you, Solange? Your thoughts on the lip sync? Uh, I did not like it. Yeah, and, and I, Jessica I love Wilde is like, yeah, Jessica Wilde. Yeah. What a weird choice. And I didn't care about either performance, and yeah. I don't care about her either. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought it was going to be funnier. Yeah. I thought it was going to be fun when she walked out with the chicken head, and then I felt like the chicken head was the best part of the whole entire. <laughs> also, when Jan voted, she had a weird walk to her box. That's another reason I like Jan. She did. She had like she a did. weird, very wiggle, dramatic, a very dramatic wiggle that she did. I don't know. She's mm-hmm. just super. 
I don't know. And then um, I, I really do want to talk very quickly about Yara refusing to beg for another chance. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, I, I, I said at the top of the show that I wanted to talk about this. I know, yeah. I know. I'm just Lori, while I talk about it, go grab your pizza because I want to see you eat your pizza. I kind of want to see a slice. I want to see uh, a slice of it. Are you sure? Yeah. All right. Okay. Because okay. you're not going to listen to what I'm talking about. You have to come back. Yeah, yeah. You have to come back. You have to come back. Anyway, she's like I genuinely want to see what the pineapple looks like yeah. and all the goods. Yeah. So, um, look how tall what was your question? So anyway, so Yana Sophia, she is making this impassioned plea. Okay, not impassioned. I'm sorry, not, opposite. Actually, yeah. she is yeah. Yana Sophia is refusing essentially to make an impassioned plea. And when I was listening to it the second time, she's pretty much saying like, "I've made my point. I'm not going to beg for a spot here." And, like, you know how I feel. I want to be here. I'll do better next time. But I'm not going to sit here and beg. And there's a part of me that is like, well, you're going to go home. But you go, bitch, for not selling yourself on, like, groveling before these people on on national TV. Sure. But I actually don't think that's what she was saying. I thought she was saying, you know me. I made my point. Like, she was saying, like, I made the point last time that I'm not going to do this. And so I'm not going to do it. She has a shame about begging. And it was certainly her downfall. Also, she was still pissed. The saying, fuck you all. She didn't even hug her bestie, Jessica, at the end, which I thought was very interesting. So you think that was real or joking? Because I think she's going to play off it was a joke. Oh, she played it off as a joke. And she I think she was mad in that moment. I don't don't think she actually was mad at everyone. But I do think she was mad and played it off as a joke. And Rue laughed so that we at home weren't like, oh, this is awkward. Mm -hmm. Um, But she even seemed hurt that Jessica showed her lipstick. Like, she does know Jessica didn't vote for her, right? She just came in and... Yeah, and then she cheered when Jessica walked in. I'm all, does she think Jessica's going to, like, Mike Pence this shit and try and save her (laughs) from the vote? I think she did. I think she honestly thought that this would be a, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, January 6th situation. Yeah, that's what I, th- I think so too. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Did you, now, Lori, did you show us the pizza? Can we see I, it? I ate it already. Um, oh, but I want to no. see. I'm so hungry for it. Um, unfortunately, because uh, we've had bed bugs, I can't bring a pizza into the back room. So, just FYI. Well, you can take the computer to the other room. No, I can't. It's all hooked up in here. So. But wait. Maybe not bring the whole slice of pizza, but can't you grab a slice that you're no. going to eat? Will you post a pic in Discord? Okay, that's there you go. Like I, that. will. I will. Okay. I will. All right. Will do that. Let's post okay. a pic in Discord. All right. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week and every week as we continue to discuss, dissect, and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star Season 6. So, for Pizza Rocking Camp, Adam Salandra, and myself... <laughs> Sashay away. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more Drag Race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Lori has another podcast. It's called Bloody Podcast, and you can find it wherever you get your podcasts. 
You can follow Lori Roggenkamp on Instagram at Lori U Liar. That's L A U R I, the letter U, Liar, L I A R. You can follow Adam Salandra on Instagram at Adam Salandra. Follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at Joe Batanz. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen. Very special thanks to these expensive tier Patreon supporters. Emma, Declan Prosser, E. Smith, Ricardo Herrera, April Pacheco, Lionel Campbell, Luke Stamen, Poppy Woods, Lauren Eckert, Sarah Yu, Agnesia Chopinska, Travis Newland, Jimmy Kilbasa, Nutella, Jesse Harris, Coco San Pedro, Spiral Queen, Zach Nelson, and Brad Coley. This has been an Afterthought Media podcast.